Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. For this week's episode, I you will notice that it's a totally improvised episode. I didn't have any kind of script in mind when I started recording it, but as we enter the last quarter of the year, the last 90 days of 2020, crazy, isn't it? Um, I wanted to talk about what does that mean and how can we get charge of this year so we can end the year strong and feeling accomplished and fulfilled despite all the challenges that 2020 have thrown at us. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. So I have to start today's episode making a confession. Typically, I do some pre-work before I start recording any podcast episode. I do some pre-work around the topic that I want to talk, and I jog down some bullet points, some big ideas that I want to make sure that I cover on that episode, kind of defining the structure to help me, you know, start talking about whatever it is that I want to talk on that episode. But today is going to be the first time ever that I don't have any of that. I have no notes. I'm just standing here in my basement, which is my podcast recording studio. I have my phone on my hand as I'm recording this episode. And today is October 1st. And the only thing that I know is that October 1st has a very special meaning for me. And I want to talk about that with you today in this episode. That's the only thing that I know, um, the only guideline that I have to record this podcast. So bear with me if I start rumbling around, hopefully not. Um, and let me explain a little bit why is that I'm doing this today. I mentioned that October 1st has a special meaning for me. This started to be that way a few years ago when I did for the first time the last 90-day challenge. You might have heard of this challenge as something that Rachel Hollis has been doing for several years. And basically what it is is that in the last 90 days of the year, she has these five things that she does and encourages others to do to end the year strong. So she talks about waking up an hour later. She talks about drinking half of your body weight in ounces of water. She talks about moving your body for 30 minutes every day. She talks about starting your day with gratitude or I think the actual description is write down five things that you're grateful for. 
And the last thing is to give up a food or a food category. These are things that I typically do or all year round, to be honest. Um, and you have heard me talk about these kinds of, of things in other podcast episodes before. But, you know, when I did the last 90 day challenge for the first time, it changed my perspective because, you know, the years go by really fast. And I think that 2020 has not been an exception. I mean, Come on, we are in October 1st. It seems like it was yesterday when we were sent home because of COVID. Um, and we've been working from home in quarantine, however we want to call it, for 28 weeks now. And it seems like it was yesterday. This year has definitely gone by super fast. And when the year started, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably listened to the episode that I call Living My Best Life. That was me at the end of 2019 as I was looking ahead into 2020 and I made this promise to myself that 2020 was going to be the best year of my life. I have reasons to believe that I needed to make that promise to myself. I thought, you know, we're starting a new decade. That's a great reason to start the decade strong and have the best year in my life. Um, in this year, I turned 39 and I told myself, well, this is my last chance before I leave the third floor. So I better make it the best year of my life. And there were many reasons for me to want to make that promise to myself. And you know what? At that time, I visualized what that meant, really, like what that would look like, how would that feel like if I were to leave the best year of my life. And I had a vision, like when you're watching a movie, on how the best year of my life was going to look like. Well, when I watched that movie... At the end of 2019, I didn't have a crystal ball like anybody else, and I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that COVID will come, that I was going to be working from home um, while having my kids home and homeschooling, and the stress that came with COVID and the anxiety and all those other things. Um, and certainly, my year hasn't looked like what I envisioned in that movie that I watched in 2019 in my mind. But that doesn't mean that 2020 hasn't been the best year of my life. I would not say that it has been the best year of my life, but I think in many aspects, it has. It has been one of the best years in my life for many reasons. And I think that is because I've been very intentional about making it that way. And there's been ups and lows on the way. Um, there's been days that I thought, well, why bother, right? Uh, there's so many things that I can't control. And I, I mentioned this in previous episodes. We can control the things that are happening around us or to us most of the time. But we do can control how we react 
to those things. And we can control the meaning that we give to those things. So I can't control COVID. I can't control whether a vaccine will be available soon. I can't control whether the schools decide to have online classes or face-to-face -face classes. I can't control all these things, but I can control how I react to them and the meaning that I give to them. And one thing that I've learned this year is that many of the things that I think or I thought were happening to me and to many other people um, are actually not happening to me, but for me. Because it is in each of us to give meaning to those things that are happening. And when we're able to find meaning in those things, then those things are happening for us and not to us. You know, before COVID, um, I am a very busy person. I keep myself busy between work and my kids and my projects and all the things. And I always thought and I always wish that I had more time to spend with my kids. Um, and this year, that has been one thing that for sure has happened. You know, I've been sharing the same space with my kids for 24 hours every day since March. And, you know, I can find the challenges in that because there certainly have been challenges having to work from home at the same time that trying to homeschool my kids and take care of them. But I can also find the meaning in that as an opportunity to spend more time with my kids. And I am in control on how I react to that. I can complain about how challenging it is and work around it. Or I can find meaning in it and try to maximize the time that I have now with my kids. And of course, I still need to do my work and I still need to help them with school and the stress is there. And even though we're sharing the same space for 24 hours, I'm not able to spend 24 hours a day of quality time with them. But I can be more intentional about the quality time that I have. And the time that I'm not using to commute to work, I can use to spend quality time with them or to work on things that I wish I had the time to work on and never found the time. And now I have the time on my hands. So what I'm trying to say here is that while 2020 is, has been, continues to be and will continue to be a challenging year is on us, how we end the year, how, what meaning we give to this year. And I, I tell this to myself all the time, especially when I feel stressed or preoccupied. I keep repeating to myself that one day I'm going to look back at 2020 and I want to have the best memories of this year. I want to remember this year as one of the best years in my life, despite the adversity that has been present throughout the year with everything that has been going on. So October 1st has a special meaning for me because it means the beginning of the end. 
It means that today we're starting the last quarter of the year. It means that today marks the countdown to the new year. And I know that January 1st of 2021 is going to come and it's not like a magic wand that all of these things are going to be gone. Like COVID is going to disappear and everything is going to go to what it was before. I don't think it's never going to be what it was before. Our reality is changing and our norm is changing and I know that. But I also know that October 1st marks the countdown to the end of the year. And that means that I have 90 days to make the best out of 2020. And no matter what has happened until this point, no matter if I have made a good use of my time, if I had found blessings in what is happening and I've been able to find meaning in what's happening right now, if I've been able to leave my best life until now, The only thing that matters is what I do going forward. And I guess that applies for any day, right? Every day is an opportunity for a new beginning. But October 1st has that meaning of the countdown towards the end of the year. There's 90 days left in 2020. And it's up to each of us to decide how we want to leave those 90 days. How do we want to use those 90 days to make 2020 one of the best years of our life or let 2020 win the game and move towards the future and knowing that one day we're going to look back and we're going to be regretting all the things that we didn't do this year. You know, I mentioned it before, before COVID, I wish I had the time to do all these things. Now, I have extra time because I don't have to commute to work because I'm spending more time at home. And that just by default gives me my time. The the question is, how am I using that time? And no matter how I've been using that time in the last 28 weeks, today I can make the decision on how I want to use that time going forward to propose me to end the year strong to end the year feeling fulfilled and accomplished and feeling like 2020, again, was one of the best years of my life. So if you did not listen to that episode where I talked about living my best life and I talk about how I visualize my year and the tools that I use to plan my year and make sure that I stay on track with my goals throughout the year, I really encourage you to listen to it. But today, I want to talk to you about five components that, in my opinion, we need if we want to make the best out the next 90 days. If we want to end 2020, looking back and feeling that this year was worth it, that this year was one of the best years that on our lives, that this was a good year, despite all the circumstances around us. The first component that I think we need is clarity. Um, And this applies in any situation, whether we were in the middle of COVID or not. I think that if we want to live our best lives, if we want to become a better version of ourselves, we need to start by having clarity. Clarity gives us direction. It's like the map 
or the compass that guides us in the right direction. It shows us in what direction we need to go to achieve what we want to achieve. And when I talk about what we want to achieve, a lot of times we define that as success. But I think our society has a distortion definition of what success is. And I talked about this in previous episodes. So in years past, when I was exploring and trying to get clarity, I would ask myself questions to help me reach that clarity. In my intent to seek clarity about what is that I wanted, what is that I wanted to accomplish, what is that I wanted to feel, how did I want it to feel as a result of what I had accomplished. And at the beginning of every year, I always try to visualize how my year is going to look like and all the things that I want to achieve in that year. And one of the questions that I would ask myself is, how would success look like? But as I said, I think we have a distortion definition of success. And this year, in this moment, as I'm looking to the next 90 days, I'm going to change the words that I use. And I'm going to ask myself a different question. I'm not going to ask myself, how does success look like? But I'm going to ask myself, how does happiness look like? What it will feel, how would I have to feel to say that I'm happy for the rest of the year, for the next 90 days? And I think choosing intentionally that word is key to end the year feeling fulfilled. So how do we reach clarity? Um, As I said, I do that by sitting down and asking myself some questions. So journaling is a great way to seek clarity. Another way is to do a vision board. I've done two vision boards this year. I did one at the beginning of the year for the next 10 years. So I did one for the decade that we started this year. And once we went into quarantine as a result of COVID, I did a vision board for how did I want quarantine to look like and how did I want to come off this season of my life, having accomplished something or feeling a certain way. I'm not going to do another vision board for the next 90 days because that would be too much. Um, But I'm going to take time today to reflect and ask myself some questions as to how do I want to leave the next 90 days? How do I want to be intentional in the next 90 days to make these 90 days the best 90 days in 2020? And in order to achieve that happiness, I think that we achieve happiness through joy. And I talked about this in a previous episode, but one thing that I've done, and I'm going to revisit once again in preparation for this last push to the end of the year is write down a list of all the things that bring me joy and be very intentional about including those things in my day-to-day because it's in those little things that happened on a daily basis that we find joy and how we grow to happiness. 
Okay, so the first thing is clarity, having a clear vision of where we want to go, what we want to accomplish, what direction we want to go. The next element I think it's very important is mindset, uh, especially this year, because the circumstances around us can influence our mindset. And I think there's two mindsets. I mean, I've talked before about the, the fix and the growth mindset, but today I'm going to talk about the positive and the negative mindset or the positive and the negative state of mind. Um, being positive is being joyful and being happy and being present. Um, and the negative is being not the opposite, not being mindful, not being present, being sad or stressed or depressed or anxious. And I think that we are in control of our mindset. Through changing our perspective, we can change our mindset. And it all starts with the questions that we ask ourselves. And in every situation, depending what questions we ask to ourselves, we are forcing a positive or a negative mindset in ourselves. So we have the power to change our perspective and through changing our perspective to change our mindset. The other thing that I think that we need in this next 90 days is the ability to pivot. You know, life has happened this year, as they say, right? The unpredictable has happened this year. The things that we were not expecting. And we need to be agile and flexible to change course. If we have the clarity of where we want to go, we can take a detour. And sometimes we need to pivot and take a detour that is going to take us to that end goal. If we have very clear in our minds, where are we going, what, where directionally we're going, we're able to take detours and end up in the place where we want to end up. Another thing that I think we need in this next 90 days is clear goals of what we want to achieve with a clear plan and a clear timeline. And the other thing associated with that is habits. I think that our routines and our rituals are more important now than ever before. I've talked about my morning routine, my evening routine. I talked about habits. I talked about all these things before. And I think now more than ever, we need to rely on our habits to help us move forward. So establishing the right routines that are going to help us experience joy every day, that are going to help us to move in the right direction, that are going to help us grow and feel our, our best every day. And it, for each of us, those routines can look very, very different. For me, my morning routine is one of the most important routines that I have in my day. And the day that I don't follow my morning routine, that day I feel off balance. My morning routine anchors me for the day, gives me the energy, the focus that I need to go by my day and show up as the best version of myself. Finally, the last thing that I think we need to focus on in the next 90 days is our health and wellness. I've talked about this very recently in the last 
two episodes. I talk about nutrition to feel and perform at our best. I talked about protecting our mental health. When I talk about health and well-being, I'm talking about all dimensions of health. And we need to make ourselves a priority and take care of ourselves in all aspects of our life if we want to live the best 90 days of this year, if we want to be and show up being the best version of ourselves. We need to fill our cups first. And that means nutrition, and that means moving our body, and that means staying hydrated, and that means having a good night's sleep, and that means finding ways to unstress and recharge and rest. A couple of weeks ago, I started shouting out small businesses. Today, I want to shout out to another women-owned business, Passion and Growth, a monthly box delivering positivity, inspiration, and self-love to your door. Head to passionandgrowth.com and check their boxes. Each box contains five to six products valuing over $75, but you only pay $39.95 with your subscription. Each month, they will send you a box full with products that will help you feel empowered and confident. Their mission is to build a community of women supporting women and help you discover products that inspire and encourage you to believe in yourself. So what are you waiting for? Head to passionandgrowth.com and order your first box. Okay, I just want to add one more thing to this list, and that is take on a challenge. I mean, something that really challenges you and takes you out of your comfort zone. If you think about it for a second, if you look back and I ask you for any year that you remember, any year that was memorable in your life, I'm sure that you will remember years where you felt fulfilled, and accomplish, where you accomplish something in that year. I remember the year I became a mom. I remember the year that I got that promotion. I remember the year that I started my podcast. So take on a challenge that you know you can finish before the year ends, that is going to bring you that level of fulfillment and accomplishment. And again, it has to be something that is challenging, something that is outside of your comfort zone. I'll give you an example. For me, I made the commitment that I'm going to run a 5K before the year ends. This is going to be the first K ever in my life. Like, I'm not a runner. I've never been a runner. I'm afraid of running. I hate running. But I've always admired and respect people that run a 5K, a 10K, a half, or a full marathon. And I've been asking myself for years, why not me? And I always told myself, because I'm not a runner. But I made the commitment that I'm going to become a runner and I'm going to run the first 5K ever in my life this year. So I'm going to start training for it today as this podcast goes live. And before the year end, I'm going to run a 5K. So my point, once again, is find a challenge that you can take on, something that you can complete before the year is over. So as you complete that, you get that sense of fulfillment and accomplishment. Just think about this for a second. Five, 10 years from now, when my kids are studying about COVID at school, 
because you know that's going to happen. And they're going to ask me a million questions about COVID and about 2020. And I don't want to remember 2020 or talk to my kids about 2020 as the year that COVID happened and all the negative things that happened as a result of COVID. But I'm going to remember 2020 and I'm going to talk about 2020 as the year that I run the first 5K in my life. So what is that accomplishment that you can remember 2024 and go for it? Okay, that's the message I wanted to push out to you today. Um, Once again, I apologize if I've been rumbling for the last few minutes, but I wanted to share this with you because I think that this is our last shot at 2020. And my wish to all of you listening to this podcast is that when you're sitting on December 31st saying goodbye to 2020, and doing a retrospective on the year, you feel like 2020 was a good year, that 2020 was one of the best years of your life, that you were able to find joy and feel happiness in 2020, despite everything that happened this year in the world. Okay, if you like this episode, as always, I'm going to ask you to go to iTunes and leave me a review and make sure to share this episode with someone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Twenty twenty has been a challenging year. When the year started, I told to myself that this was gonna be the best year of my life. The truth is it's been challenging. If you have been challenged too, if you are struggling to find your purpose, if you're struggling to make sense of the world as you knew it, if you're struggling to find success and maybe you like me are a goal getter but you fall off your goals and you don't seem to be able to get back on track, I want to invite you to the five day living your best life challenge. During five days, we're gonna be talking about topics like mindset, how to hack your brain to stay on a positive state, how to pivot, work-life balance, health, and many other topics to help us end 2020 strong and start 2021 even stronger on our path to live our best lives. So go to the link in the description of this podcast episode to sign up for free today.